Hi, everybody. This is Chris McCabe of e-commerce. Chris, and I'm here with Leah McHugh. We're talking to Ankita of SellerX today about scaling up brands. You're an aggregator. You know a lot about scaling up brands. And it sounds like before you worked at SellerX, you had a lot of experience with large brands. So is it fair to say that you're working with smaller brands and helping them become larger brands and scaling them kind of the right way or scaling them quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Thanks, Chris. Uh, thanks for the wonderful introduction. So like you said, right, we are an Amazon aggregator and we are in the business of acquiring small brands and identifying growth opportunities within those brands. And the, the business plan and the business model that we have at SellerX is to grow those brands by two to three times of their revenue within mm -hmm. one or two years of our acquisition. So that is what I would call a hyper growth scale up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hyper growth. <laughs> I like that word. We've talked to a lot of brands that I think all Amazon brands that are successful are starting to understand that the quicker they grow, the better just for comp competition purposes, right? Mm -hmm. Not that you want to grow the wrong way or anything like that, but they understand the resources required. I'm sure you at SellerX are talking about this all the time. What are the top one or two starting points that you have when you think of scaling a brand up, knowing the resources that are required for ads and for marketing and for influencers and brand awareness. I mean, you're trying to do multiples of growth. So how, how do you start that process? So before we acquire brands for SellerX, we do an extensive due diligence for the brands. And while we do the due diligence for the brands, we identify what are the growth opportunities. Uh, we divide them into what are the low-hanging fruits and what can be immediately resolved with the resources that we have. Mm -hmm. And what will be medium-term growth strategies or long-term growth strategies, which would depend on the resource required and also the time required just by the involvement mm -hmm. of different players. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. When we acquire a brand, low-hanging fruits usually are in the operational efficiencies. So if a brand is uh, planning to scale up, say, this year or within a short print of time, yeah. then a lot of growth opportunities come from quick fixes, which will be under operational efficiencies. So when I say operational efficiencies, these are potentially easiest one is supply chain, that mm -hmm. the brand should have the supply chain under control that we try and maintain a hundred percent in stock ratio mm -hmm. and there's no out of stock in the brand yeah so and supply then, chain issues for starters inventory levels inventory levels mm -hmm. yeah and then the easiest and the low-hanging fruit usually when we acquire a brand we identify is the understanding of the brand's customers Mm -hmm. So it all starts from the fact that how a brand is trying to position itself from for the customers. So going through extensively through the reviews and ratings of the brand and the products and also doing a competitive market analysis that mm -hmm. what are the features and the benefits that the product listing, the PDP page is not yet able to uh, communicate to the customers. So how do we make the listing more appealing to the customer who's already landed on the product page? So that is where we start with listing optimizations okay. first. And, and in terms of like a case study or experience or, you know, not specific examples like naming brands, but just an example of what have you found where you see there's a need for improvement and you can quickly improve it? 
Yeah, definitely. A lot of them. So like in my portfolio, I have 10 plus brands which are in different categories from kitchen to baby to art supplies. So one, I'll take one example of a baby brand that we acquired um, Mm -hmm. in US. And we've been able to grow that brand's revenue by 70% in the last 12 months. And and one of the major contributors was listing optimizations for the brand. So that brand is in the category of selling uh, blankets uh, for for babies. And the category is extremely competitive. Yeah, there are many beautiful designs. So we focused on how to highlight the listing page, focus more on design and features and benefits of those blankets that they are machine washable. So we try to understand what are the pain points of the customer Mm -hmm. and go through competition reviews, go through competition listings and identify what they are not able to communicate. And we try to communicate that in our listing. So we changed completely the title, the bullet. title, okay, uh, yeah. Then by, by doing an extensive SEO research, identifying what are the important keywords, what is relevant, what is trending. And then we redid the complete listing images. So focusing more, not on features, but more on benefits. Mm-hmm. And then bringing in real models. So most of the brands that we acquire use images which are Photoshopped and uh, right. stock images. So, right. so we went for shooting of real mother, real mm. kids, and which brings that emotional aspects to the listings. And the bigger thing that we've also seen is driving conversion rates by using videos. So we shot a lot of product videos, which we use on the PDP. So that led to approximately, I think, the growth of 35% increase in conversion rate for the brand. When you guys are optimizing listing content, do you split test or focus groups? Like, how do you guys decide on which content to go with yeah so we do it in multiple rounds so first when we do the brand research and we identify who the customer is we create a concept that what should be our listing concept then we test that listing concept using multiple services so one of the services that we use is pickfu Mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. is just testing versus two, three different concepts. And then we actually go for the shoots. And once we have the actual listing images, then we do extensive A-B testing on Amazon itself yeah. uh, by main image testing and A-plus uh, layout testing, which are now features available to brand registered brands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Do you have uh, like surprises when you do this split testing where you think one is going to be the successful one and it actually is beaten out by another one? That you didn't think was as good. Yeah, all the time, yeah. all the time. <laughs> Even if you feel that you know the customers uh, by reading a lot and doing a lot of research, but yeah, sometimes you get attached to a particular creative because you have developed it. And then you realize that that is not something that customer wanted. And there are certain features that customer believes are coming out more in another uh, product. So there's one product that we sell, which is a shower caddy. And we believe that, Doing a lot of lifestyle shots will add more value to the mm-hmm. to main image and to the second image. But when we did testings, what customer actually wanted was clarity on how big the product is, how many bottles can it fit in, how much weight can, can it carry. So more, more uh, feature-driven uh, images. So yeah, you get surprises all the time. Yeah, that's funny. So this has been interesting for you because you've worked with some mega brands in the past, right? And now you're going kind of with smaller ones that you're trying to grow. That's been a big switch for you, I'd imagine. And that's kind of interesting in a different level. Yeah, with mega brands, you always have resources available, right? It's a matter Mm -hmm. of uh, 
giving them right strategy and right direction and identifying the right growth levers mm-hmm. however with us we obviously hired a lot of people but our resources right. were still limited with the kind of acquisitions we were making so mm-hmm. we had to prioritize that uh, what are the elements we can grow by in short term in 3 to 6 months and then what are the other scale ups that we can drive in 6 months so another bigger point that we try to drive in scaling up the brand is expansion so because when we acquire sellers they are usually selling in one continent so mm-hmm. either they are selling in us or they are only selling in europe but mm-hmm. even if they are selling in europe they are only selling in certain geographies of europe so for yeah. example uk okay. or germany so germany, they are very yeah. so they are very limited in their uh, scope of operation so that is where we we see a big growth opportunity so we try to expand where the business is for the brand we use a lot of amazon programs to try to expand these mm-hmm. if the brand is only selling in germany we use intercontinental expansion programs to expand from germany to other market places in us we expand to mexico and canada When it comes to brand growth, is there one tip that you give people who are trying to grow themselves before they're acquired or maybe they're not trying to get acquired, they're just trying to launch new SKUs or do you think like maybe they should fold that into the conversation they have with a potential aggregator about launching SKUs after, you know, the letting the aggregator take that step for them? Sorry, actually I didn't hear your question very well. Oh, I'm sorry. So some some brands would try to add a SKU or a different item launch a new product themselves before mm-hmm. they knew about aggregators or before they understood that aggregators were out there that could acquire them or grow their brand so these days i think a lot of brands are looking to sell because they expect somebody else to take over that growth and to launch those extra products if they're mm-hmm. not ready to be acquired by an aggregator yet what advice would you give them to prepare themselves to be what advice would you give them to to expand their brand before looking to get acquired yeah definitely so it's it's a very interesting question when you launch a new product how do you scale up a new product on amazon so if the brand is trying to launch variations and that is something we really look for when we acquire brands are there growth opportunities of launching more variations because they are just easier to source from a supply chain perspective mm-hmm. so the first scale up opportunity is to see in the market where is an opportunity for a variation mm-hmm. in terms of color in terms of design and just work with the supplier quickly to have smaller moqs and launch and test in the market mm-hmm. or what we look for is when you're launching new products we create virtual bundles with those products to leverage our existing products ratings and reviews and then also combine them as virtual bundles so as to to give a quick boost to the new product launched yeah and third mm-hmm. is obviously entering new category altogether right. uh, which the brand can look for awesome yeah great thank you so much thank, thank you, you so much for having me mm-hmm. it was a pleasure having a discussion with you guys yeah.